to Say Your Peace, episode number 44. My name is Jay Moore. My name is Christiane, and today we have lettering artist Lonnie Whitby with us today. Hey, hey guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. Welcome such to a pleasure. This is super exciting. I, I haven't done this in a while. I fucking love listening to podcasts and your guys' <laughs> podcasts. But Thank I you. Been, Thank you. I like... I broke out my mic just for this, my headphones. I was ready. Are you ready? You no, know, you look so more, much more legit than I do. Like, <laughs> I still got the wired Apple. We, we all got wires right now. <laughs> I know. Well, I have a wire too. Yeah, but hers looks more hip than ours. Hers is mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm a podcaster. I didn't charge my headphones, so I got to stick with the wired ones. Today. Oh, damn. He has the wireless ones. Watcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the pandemic and the surge is coming back up and mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder if you all had a social distance Thanksgiving. I did. I didn't even see my family. You didn't? Mm-mm. I stayed okay. my ass at home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I do see my family, I always keep a mask on just in case. Wow. Yeah. A plus. Mm-hmm. I know we need more people like you, Jamar. I, I need to be like you. Well, it's, I, I get tested like so much, like because of work. Mm-hmm. They test me so much. And like, I know my parents still go to work and everything. So I trust myself. I don't trust them. <laughs> yeah. You know, for once, you're a really good influence. I know. That's Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like hesitant to say what Thank I you. did. Just cause Thank like... you. <laughs> well, I, yeah, we, we celebrated Thanksgiving with my husband's family. Um, he has a really small family. So it was like max eight people together. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was my family, it would have been a mess. I have like cousins, aunties and sisters and nieces and nephews, but yeah, it was pretty small. It was just eight of us. Um, that's, that's pretty safe. I feel like, and I, like I had like your like, direct family. Oh, but you know? it, it's, if your family that you've been seeing a lot, mm. no. Which and we've been, I we're pretty aware of like what they've been doing. They've been staying home pretty much just like yeah. we have. So I'm I'm honestly like wary of hanging out with people that I've seen like on Instagram going out and shit. I'm like, ah, I don't know if yeah. I'm gonna hang out with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's some people who ask me to have dinner and stuff, and I'm like, mm, nah, brother, you gotta get tested before seeing me. <laughs> so you guys we got get tested pretty frequently, both of you? Yeah, I get tested a lot. I think I'm at like 23. 22 23 something Is it like that the, the nasal one or mm-hmm. but i get the rapid testing so some of the companies that i work with so but they it's make still me... the, the yeah swab the that up goes your nose, your nose. Mm-hmm. you have to put it like really into your nose because the one that i've taken was like on the tip whatever oh really? no Just the one the that <laughs> <laughs> now they shoved the whole thing up my nose <laughs> damn oh, so your nose got raped like 23 times i mean (laughs) if you want to put it in that case i gave like permission for them to do it (laughs) it was consensual yeah it was consensual (laughs) i got so i got tested at a private practice i have insurance through my husband Mm. i'm unemployed um we're probably gonna talk about that but yeah i got tested and it was like it was specifically designed for covid so it was a really thin swab Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. stuck it all the way up my nose but i didn't feel it it's weird interacting with people. Like once you like see them in person, yeah, like, it are is. we supposed to like, mm-hmm. what do I do? I don't know. It's very strange, strange times. It kind of affects <laughs> the way that I look at movies or when I watch it because no, when they hug yeah. or when yes, they're like, oh, like, like, supposed to do that. 
Anytime I hear someone cough, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I did that yesterday at the store. Some lady had her mask on and she was coughing behind me. I'm like, yo, step back. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if you're six feet away from me right now. <laughs> I've been watching um, a lot of Gilmore Girls lately. I don't know. I just started watching it out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it a few times growing up. Yeah. However, I noticed Suki. Suki's the chef. Yeah. yeah. Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. I don't know, J Moore, if you have any idea. No, who she I have is, no but- idea. But I'm going to nod my head like I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So all you need to know, she's a chef. And mm-hmm. sometimes I. Yeah. Very. It's um. what's her name? What's her name that plays the chef? Um, Melissa McCarthy is not Melissa McCarthy. Milano. Is it, 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 I think it is McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. So she would take the spoon. She's cooking in the kitchen and she's like to Lorelai Gilmore, who's the main person. Mm-hmm. Try this. They uh-huh. taste it and then they put Yo. it back in the pot and then they oh. do it for like every other one. I'm like, oh my god! That's like, Corona everywhere now. Dude, I know. So my girlfriend she told she recommended me to watch Great British Baking Show on Netflix. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen that? Yeah, yeah. Seen it's, it's so wholesome. It's so good. Just watch mm-hmm. it. So I started from the very beginning, whatever the first episode on Netflix is, and the judges be like touching their dough as they're baking. They walk around and I don't see them like washing their hands in between. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. but supposedly they were recording during coronavirus, so I wonder if that changes. Yeah, mm. from what I from what I saw, they got tested before they went there, right? All the mm. people I haven't yeah. seen it. I, w- I, I would I imagine that's what they do. Yeah, because it's offsite. Mm-hmm. It's not offsite. It's in a tent. Yeah, right. It's like and the then, NBA. It's like a bubble. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. a bubble. <laughs> they just stay there in the same yeah. house for eight weeks. Something. Like yeah. That. Um. So, how has life been different? for you since the beginning of the pandemic, Lonnie? Just quite curious. Um, very isolated. Like like I said, it's weird talking to you guys right now. <laughs> like, uh-huh. you know, I just don't even know how to interact with people anymore, but um, it's been lonely, honestly, <laughs> and boring. <laughs> um, but at the beginning of the pandemic, so I lost my job. I had a desk job. So I am, I'm a lettering artist, uh, like a freelance mm-hmm. designer, but um, which was like my side hustle turned main hustle because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But before that, I had a desk job that I didn't really care too much for. But once the pandemic hit, they let me go because mm. it, it was a, a scuba diving company. I don't want to say which company, but yeah, because I'm in San Diego. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I lost my job. They let me go. And I was like, fuck like I didn't care about the job but you know you mm-hmm. don't, nobody wants to feel dispensable like that like yeah oh cool. it's the security so just, of having a job yeah mm-hmm. I I like that stable income every two weeks so at the beginning of the pandemic I was pretty like down and I've gotten used to it. it's chill <laughs> it's lonely and chill <laughs> do you have any pets no we oh do man, not. That's, that is lonely. <laughs> I know. My husband, my husband is my pet oh, um, oh my gosh in a good way or a bad way? Oh, whichever way he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, it's it's just been us two. And he's not used to this work from home life at all. He is not a homebody. He's like, um, fuck, there, there's a t- Tagalog word. It's uh, malikot. Like he, mm-hmm. he needs to like get up and do shit. Like he's very mm-hmm. fidgety. He can't sit still. So um, yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic, he was hate like we like 
almost got a divorce. I said, because <laughs> we were fighting like crazy. Like, legit, I swear, we would have dropped the divorce papers. But I think we were fighting over some stupid shit too, like the dishes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's not used to it, working from home. He has an office at his job and he mm-hmm. likes going somewhere to work and then coming home. When it first started, like every time you saw him at home, were you just like, ugh? He was like that with me. That's what I was like, yo, you have a You again. (laughs) Again? We live in a small ass place too. So it's not like we could like, you know, separate into our separate quarters. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it it took a lot of getting used to. We we readjusted, like we moved furniture around just so that we could like have spaces (laughs) to go to. How was it for you guys? I was listening to one of your episodes. I think it was with um, Kyle, the app developer. You guys were talking about, Mm -hmm. it was like the beginning of the pandemic and you're like, yeah, I think it was you, Christy, you were like super confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be done in like June or July. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, girl, it is December now. I know. (laughs) We're hitting the fucking year mark. Like it's Mm -hmm. three months away. Oh my God. I called it. I said May next year. You think so? So you think May next year? sometime during the summer next year things will start trying to go back to normal and stuff yeah but like i i think mass will still be a thing for a couple years yeah i mean i saw that the uk already pushed the vaccine yeah they pushed Mm -hmm. the vaccine through and then i think gavin newsom or um the for those who are not in california (laughs) Mm -hmm. the governor of california is trying to push the vaccine through for for essential Mm -hmm. people who work in the medical field first the frontline workers and then it goes to people over 80 and then servicemen and the general public class so a couple of my girlfriends they're nurses and they're they're wary of the vaccine getting the vaccine i am too (laughs) and they're they're in the medical field they're like i I mean it usually takes like two years for a vaccine to be you know to be made mm-hmm. really and tested yeah it yeah. takes years to be thoroughly like mm-hmm. tested and yeah like no what if way. you what if people start like popping up symptoms like like <laughs> stuff wrong with the vaccine like a couple months later yeah you know? the first people are like the guinea pigs yeah but mm-hmm. i think i'll probably if i do take it it'll probably be like towards like a pretty while from now yeah, same. A long time from now. I'm on the same boat. So I'll be indoors for quite some time. I'm fine with it. I'll I'm be... fine with staying indoors. Are you a homebody? Yeah. I was just going to say that. He's always I'm, been like that. I'm <laughs> definitely a homebody. But yeah. the only thing that like pissed me off about the pandemic was like, I always told everyone I was a homebody and I like staying at home. But I found out that I really like having the option of going out. Yeah. But then uh-huh. deciding I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how i feel like i'll be like oh i can hang i'm a homebody on my own terms <laughs> yeah but now that i'm like oh shit i gotta stay home and everything i'm like damn i want to do fun. something yeah <laughs> yeah i like having the choice to stay home i know it's fucking suck like even eating out or just eating yeah the choices are so limited now mm-hmm. and everyone closes early i'm like fuck i can't mm-hmm. even go to the places i like it's i crazy. think i relate to you when 
when you're when you were forced indoors, you kind of looked at your partner and you're like, the fuck are you doing here? Like, I got to see you again. So yeah. like motions start arising and it's like we're literally on top of each other's head. So you yeah. come across like so many emotions. You have no choice to but to be each other's coworker. Yeah. Um, what's um, confidant? You know, mm-hmm. you have to listen to me rant yeah. about my coworkers. Like, I don't, I don't even know what you do. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. All so, day long. He's all day tired long. of your shit. <laughs> he's, mm. he's like, all Go right. Go in the other room. I don't want to hear about Becky no more. <laughs> <laughs> um. So here's a, here's a term that I've actually heard, like, I think like five months ago or four months ago. And mm-hmm. it said that if you didn't start hustling, in COVID, then you never really had it in you. So I'm kind of curious what you all think about that thought. I got a mixed reaction to that. Yeah. Like I see those like memes that says like, if you didn't learn three things during this time, blah, blah, you're not making use of your time. Maybe people just wanted to chill. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that were working their ass off right before COVID hit. And when COVID hit, like they get to spend time with their families and stuff. I think but, it's, a, it's a pretty bold statement to say yeah. make a blanket statement like that. Yeah. You know people Some people are like depressed. Grief, yeah. Like you don't know what people are going through right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, Kim, people are dying. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like I said, before we hopped on, I'm not the best entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm a, a lettering artist, but like, I feel like I'm barely starting to like get into my hustle now. Like I had to get used to this shit. I had, I needed mm-hmm. a couple months to like get used to not having a, a stable job and losing my desk mm-hmm. job and then just doing this full time. But yeah, I'm not the best entrepreneur. So maybe I'm not a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it feel nice working for yourself? Oh yeah. I, I mean, that's it feels the great. best thing that I like is that I get to make my own hours. Like mm-hmm. I get to work when I please. And mm-hmm. when it, I'm a night owl, like I cannot work during the day as much mm. as I try to like, you know, schedule my work during the day. I still can't. I don't know why. Like I was mm. texting Chris, Christiana at like two o'clock in the morning. That's the creative in you. <laughs> was it that well, late? Oh no, no, no. I think I stayed up until two in the morning, but oh. I- <laughs> I, yeah, I texted you super late. I felt bad. I was like, oh shit. I wasn't even looking at my phone. My bad. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I I guess I don't know. I think that's the one thing about being in a pandemic is that you don't even have to sleep early. You have no reference of time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you forgot that the podcast was today. <laughs> he was like, I forgot that oh, Thanksgiving shit. was last week. <laughs> <laughs> was it really last week? Yes. Yeah, dude, dude, we just talked about it, that. He stayed home. He stayed home. That's why. Right, right, right. It right, feels like bad. it was so much longer ago. Nobody celebrated Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so when people say, oh, you never really had it in you, what exactly defines a hustler in your eyes? Like you were thinking about that last night because we talked about it briefly well so honestly what i was thinking about sorry i'm not even going to answer the fucking question um my my thought process or just the hustle mentality period like yeah hustling during the pandemic like i i I feel like it's glorifying the hustle when you that just creates hustle fatigue like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like people just need to like deal with their mental health first like like I said you don't know what people are going through so 
I don't like the idea of glorifying the hustle mentality and like, you got to hustle, you got to stay busy. Like some people just, you know, Mm -hmm. they're just faking the funk and they just want to act busy when they're not even doing shit. Like, yes. um, I don't know. I think if you're a hustler, you know, you're a hustler and you ain't got to say it. Like you don't have to proclaim it. You know what I mean? I think you're on that silent hustle. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that if you're a hustler and you're hustling hella hard, it's like, it's not a straight fucking line up. Yeah. Like it's not an exponential growth. Like there's Mm -hmm. so many setbacks to like, especially being like your own, like being self-employed and everything. Oh man. There's so many setbacks. There's so many broke ass days that I've had before I was able to like make it like an actual living for what I like to do and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, people don't, people don't understand that. I do, I do think that to be a hustler, you do have to learn how to pivot, like, mm-hmm. well. Because, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm going to say this again, I lost my desk job. And, yeah, it took me a while to, like, get into it. But I this is my main gig now. So I'm like, fuck it. I had, um, I had a, a workshop scheduled in San Francisco. And then everything started shutting down. I think San Francisco was the first place to, I was supposed to go. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything shut down. And the venue like was like, we got to refund your money, but we got to cancel. So I had to pivot and I pivoted as quick as I could to virtual workshops. Um, but I think that's like a, a you know, a trait of a true hustler mm-hmm. is pivoting well and just, you know, reacting to how well do you react to change? What's the word? Or to Resi- failures. Resiliency? Yeah. Is that the word? Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Don't give up too easily. Don't get, mm-hmm. like you said, there's highs and lows. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to lie. Every time I hit a low, every time like I hit a oh, yeah. speed bump, I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and I'd be getting hella mad and depressed for a good day. Yeah, but, a good day. Damn, yeah, for, for me, a good it takes day. A while. That's good. <laughs> like I said, it took me a couple months to get out of my funk. <laughs> um, I think that being said, because you had to transition and get used to focusing on your art, not like you've never focused on it before. Yeah, but, but it was mainly feel, like a passion. Yeah, it gave you an opportunity to focus on it more. And I guess that also led to the recent gig that you had. It was nick cannon and britney bell's baby shower oh yeah uh-huh that yeah was, like, so really cool yeah so i um <laughs> oh no, no no yeah no i so i'm friends with another artist um who's best friends with britney and we've just always like kept in touch um and we've always said like we want to collab on something and she was like hey i really need help with my friend's uh, baby shower and I had no idea whose baby shower it was i was just like i'm down to help you out because i know you need help and she asked me to like make a couple signs because I do custom signage, um, like, you know, the welcome signs for weddings and shit, but she wanted a, a big welcome sign for the baby shower. Um, yeah. And then like a few days later, she told me that it was Brittany's baby shower. And she's like, do you know her boyfriend? And I kind of played dumb because I had an idea, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't sure. And she's like, oh, it's Nick Cannon. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> But it was at his um, his restaurant in Hollywood, Yamashiro. I, I I don't know if he owns it. I think he has like um, a stake in it. A stake in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we had it there, and it, it's they have a really pretty like outdoor garden in the middle. So it was all outdoor, and masks were heavily encouraged. But yeah. So did Nick talk to you? Yeah. So he yeah we, he was very. Um, 
going back to Nick Cannon, <laughs> the true question. <laughs> yeah, he he talked to me. He was really impressed with my work. He um, he was very low key, honestly. Like I think he's pretty jaded by people. You know what I mean? Like I think he's probably been burned a lot. Mm-hmm. So he keeps his his circle. All those people in that industry, they keep their circle very close to them, right? And mm-hmm. they're very. Um, careful of who they introduce into the circle so he was Mm -hmm. very to himself even throughout like the whole event he stayed pretty much like to himself but yeah he was really nice but like I said he was kind of quiet so Mm -hmm. yeah didn't they just take his show from him earlier I know I was just gonna say that yeah because he made a couple comment like problematic Mm -hmm. comments so he doesn't edit his shit or what did he say I don't even even remember what he said no no it was about um it was about it was about Jewish people Oh, something about how they keep all the money. Something right. Anti something about money. Oh, let me anti let me and, anti, let me say the word. It was anti Semitic, right? Or Semitic, there you go. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was anti Semitic. The comment he made was perceived as anti Semitic and it tossed mm-hmm. a lot of debates. Yeah. I don't remember what he said, so I don't have enough information for me to really judge on that. But that's uh-huh. really mm-hmm. the source of why he his show was taken away. It was like mm. in the heat of all the uprisings, right? Like mm-hmm. around June, like around Black yeah. Lives Matter, uh-huh. and then he started yeah. speaking on Black Lives Matter, and yeah, it was. So you got to. It's it's it, this is 2020. He explained himself after, and he actually had a sit down with someone else, and like tried to like talk with them about it and stuff, and like figure out why he what he said was wrong and stuff like that. But no one ever talks about that. Mm-hmm. They only focus on what he said at the time. Yeah, well, that's what Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. talked about. Like y'all can be fucking talking shit about and canceling a certain celebrity mm-hmm. because they said a comment 20 years ago, 10 mm-hmm. years ago, even now. Like, but I don't know. For me, it's kind of like a learning process. Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. guys think about cancel? Culture? I think it's fucking stupid. I think if you if you have the same views as you did, like that many years ago then you haven't grown mm-hmm. you know like I, I just think it's stupid you, you shouldn't be able to cancel something someone over something they said like years ago and stuff like that now bill cosby it's... bill cosby he was raping people so <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cancel his ass <laughs> <Yikes. laughs> no yeah i i I mean, we'd be lying if we we said we didn't say problematic shit. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. I feel like I've said some shit that probably hurt someone's feelings, and I'm mm-hmm. not aware of it. But if you you know, if you put me on blast and call me out, like I'll address it and I'll apologize. I don't mean to, you know. I'm mm-hmm. not. Um, Nobody's perfect. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm not out here to hurt people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know it's those people who find out things about you. It's more of like they're trying to hurt you, though, right? Oh yeah, pretty much. Like these cyber bullies, because yeah, these people be on the computer, like finding all kinds of that's, shit. See, that's like what all the I don't Karens, understand. Every yeah. time, every time Karen made a comment, everyone knew. Everyone knew mm-hmm. where where Karen came from, where she worked, where she lived, her address. I'd be seeing people's that addresses. That shit is crazy, man. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I know. Well, actually. I've seen comments and I'm like, yeah, what is her at? Let me see, <laughs> <laughs> Let me see her handle. No lie, I'd be doing that to? too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't feed into it. I ain't trying to cancel her, but I hate the bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I just want to see what she looked like. Does she look mm-hmm. smart? No, nah, she looked dumb as hell. Yeah, okay. I'm judging a person by how they're looking. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Next subject. Two weeks later, getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so other than the Nick Cannon gig or Brittany Bell gig, I just want to say Nick Cannon just because um, you also had a gig that I saw. It was in the shade room, right? Oh, for DJ Mustard's uh, small wedding. Yeah. Small wedding. So nice. I did um, calligraphy for their um, their table setting. So I work with a, an event planner that she, a majority of her clients are client or celebrity clients. Mm. So um, yeah, I got the gig through her and LMA was there. Um, oh, I love her. YG was supposed to be there, <laughs> but he didn't end up going. Um, Why'd you laugh when I said I love her? Because <laughs> I... <laughs> You, uh, the way you said it was just, <laughs> I love her. No, I love her too. She's super, like, even through, uh, after I was like stalking the event, obviously, because I want to see my work. But um, she's just so like natural and like, wholesome, she had no, yeah, she's very wholesome. I love mm-hmm. her, just whole, her, her energy and her vibe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I did that before that, like when there was pre-COVID, I did this really fancy like birthday party for a one-year-old and they Mm -hmm. had those um those drop claw uh arcade games but Mm -hmm. in the arcade game was uh gucci bags and gucci slippers damn (laughs) at a one-year-old's party was this future was kylie jenner like who's (laughs) no the um the mom or the parents are plastic surgeons in hollywood Mm -hmm. they're they're making a lot of money Mm -hmm. they're making you were in the right place yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw a couple of housewives there. I'm like super into reality TV. Well, housewives. Oh. <laughs> so I was like fangirling over a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I it's I just so happen to like fall into the celebrity clients, which is a trip. I'm not gonna lie at uh, the Nick Cannon baby shower. Um, the person that I was most excited to meet was their son, Golden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like the cutest. Little, like I watch uh, Britney's stories and he's so sweet. Like if I had a son like that, I already told my husband, I told Ali, I'm like, if we have a son like that, it's over for you, buddy. Like <laughs> you, are, you are non-existent in my life. <laughs> but yeah, I met Golden and oh, he's just such a sweetheart. He's so cute. Um, so besides the gigs and the dope ass gigs that you've been booking as of lately, Thanks. Um, <laughs> the seven daily affirmations I saw you made. And I, when we saw it in the background, we said, oh, my God, are you going to sell the singing bowl, too? And you're just like, yeah, <laughs> I know. Like I said, I'm not a good entrepreneur. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, I am selling these um, affirmation sets. It's a set of seven because I. I just wrote out seven real quick for a set to sell. Um, and it's just nice to have something that you repeat to, to yourself, like a mantra as you're mm-hmm. doing the sound bath. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sound bath, like, I know it's pretty like new agey and hippie, but it really does like cleanse your, like your thoughts and your energy. It's a good way to start the day and to end the day. Some people mm-hmm. start and end their days with a sound bath, but um, yeah. So thanks for talking about that where, where, where can people find that on my website i just relaunched my website last week lanieletter.com l-a-n-i-l-e-t-t-e-r <laughs> people don't know how to spell that yes rewind it rewind the video but anyway um 
So the virtual workshops, have you done any yet or? Yeah. So like I said, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had to pivot real quick. And so I, I, all the San Francisco students that I had um, booked, I switched to virtual and I gave them um, a Zoom link and I sent their kits because I do it with a, a lettering kit, like a workbook and all the tools mm-hmm. that we use. Mm-hmm. So I sent those out like a week or two beforehand. And then um, I started doing those and then I started getting, I guess, hustle fatigue. Like, I, <laughs> I, And then all the uprising started. So yeah. I was just like, I can't handle this right now. This is a lot for me to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a break, but then I got hired for um, a virtual camp for kids. Mm. And which was really awesome, too, because they were really adamant about talking about what was going on. It, mm-hmm. You know, they wanted me to be open about um, being diverse and inclusive. And um, so one of the projects that we did was because I'm a lettering artist. So I I taught them how to draw on a sign and we mm. put it on a, a wooden paddle. So they had their own like little protest signs. At oh. home. <laughs> Aww, but um yeah, I had pre-made prompts for them. And this the age group age groups were four to seven and then seven to fourteen. So it was broken into two age brackets. And the the four to seven year old, well, both age brackets, I put equality and equal uh love, love and kindness, like just really, you know, positive sayings. Mm-hmm. And um it was really cute. Like the little girls were, you know, they were the Holding mom the show, sent up. me videos of them like marching around with their little signs. <laughs> so I'm cute. not gonna lie, if I was a parent, I'd be like, hell yeah, this is what I want to see brought home. <laughs> tired of those macro <laughs> frames. Yeah. And that, <laughs> the the coordinator, um Trish, Trisha Smith Brown, she she has a lot of celebrity. She just did um Ariana Grande's um, Halloween party thing, or she like decked her house out with Halloween decorations and stuff, um, Mm -hmm. for her album release. Mm -hmm. And, um, she is the organizer of that camp and she was like adamant. She's like, no, I don't want none of that cheesy shit. Like, she's like, let me pre-approve the, the, the crafts that we're going to do. And that was like a couple that were kind of like cheesy. And she's like, can we change this one? Like, this one's kind of (laughs) cheesy. And then I just recently did another um, virtual art class with uh, Ava, the artist uh, that I know, um, Art Box by Ava. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to capitalize more on this virtual, you mm-hmm. know, virtual art class thing because I think that's the way to go. See, yeah. you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I guess I don't like calling myself a hustler, <laughs> but I guess I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a lame word. <laughs> Um, so what's the difference between, or the challenge of having an in-person workshop and then the virtual one? Uh, just that human interaction, right? The, yeah, the physical. Yeah. Obviously um, that one was pretty obvious. Like, that. <laughs> no, it's, it's really, but I do think that one of the advantages of it is that, um, people are really like embarrassed of their work in person so they try to hide mm. it and they're very coy about it mm. so with virtual workshops you you don't you could show me whatever you want and I even tell them I you know put a disclaimer at the beginning I'm like you don't have to show me your work if you don't want to but mm. if you're proud of your work feel free to show it but um yeah that that that's the biggest hurdle was that figuring out how they're gonna see I had to set up like a camera on top for them to see oh, wow. you know me working mm. and it is tough, but it's doable. I think it, it's better though, because people are in the comfort of their own homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. How long are your classes? Uh, usually two hours. Mm. The last 30 minutes usually is just us like bullshitting and like, <laughs> we're just like talking because everybody like is craving that human interaction so it's mm -hmm. like their time to like get excited and talk to someone <laughs> mm. do you think with the amount of gigs that you're able to book during this period are you going to go back to a desk job that's a good question I don't know and so my husband he is not an entrepreneur whatsoever so he doesn't understand like <laughs> he doesn't understand this whole like hustle Mm -hmm. hustle again um but yeah he doesn't understand like constantly trying to book gigs or constantly mm -hmm. working he's like it, it just seems stressful like you don't even seem like you're having fun doing it I'm like oh, but I am yeah <laughs> I'm like but I am I love this and mm -hmm. I, I don't think he's used to the idea of just not having that stable income because right. he's very um he's very like financially focused so mm -hmm. if he can't see what is coming in or mm -hmm. you know yeah um he's just very like reasonable so and to be an entrepreneur is not very reasonable I think you have to be yeah. a risk taker definitely and yeah I don't know I don't want to I I, <laughs> I don't I really don't want to go back if it's work from home if it's remote work I think I could pull it off or I could yeah. do it mm -hmm. but I don't know you get to cut off like two, three hours of your time from traveling and then do whatever you need to do if you work mm -hmm. from home and then have your side hustle. Like, I feel like if you have to go back to a desk job, you lose a lot of your day. Yeah. That's what uh -huh. I hated about mm -hmm. going to work was that I literally had two, two to three hours of commuting. And I live in the city, so you can imagine. Damn, it was two to three hours for you? Yeah, it, it you wasn't your... In total, I would say two, three hours or I would say two, three hours because one, I take Muni and oh. it's quicker mm. to go. It's quicker to go to downtown San Francisco from Oakland than it is in the Sunset District in San Francisco mm. downtown. Mm. So. Do you find that you're more productive working from home or? Yes, in a weird way, in a really weird way. I feel like companies are going to like they're gonna they're have gonna... to take this into account that yeah mm -hmm. people at home are doing the same amount of work if not more yeah but some people actually need a space to get away to because that was the feedback that that we received that, like mm. my husband yeah yeah it's they need a place they need a place to go to they need mm -hmm. social interaction yeah they really need separation from their children they yeah. need their separation from their bed like it's a really social Mm -hmm. thing that's needed in someone's life whether yeah you like said separation from the bed that's yeah. that's true that's real though because <laughs> knowing that my bed it, it's literally right here like yeah mm -hmm. it because does it does do something to your like your mind or to mm -hmm. your thinking process the bed is only supposed to be for sex and sleep if you work in it you're gonna fall asleep in it or it's probably not gonna be as meaningful you know i kind of yeah it's really strange. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist either, but I, so you know how you work from home now, do you have like a routine? Like, do you use, like set your own hours? Like, cause like with me, I make myself get up at a certain time and pretend I'm going to work and I just go to my living room, but I've been doing that for years. So it's not literally different for me right now. <laughs> um, I'll let you go first. <laughs> no, I already I know your answer. 
Oh, you do? <laughs> Christiane's. Christiane just be like, I just got up. I got to go do a meeting. <laughs> I did ask. I have meetings at like 7 o'clock in the morning uh-huh. or 7.30. And I wait until the last two minutes to roll out of bed to jump into my meeting. I'm horrible. I feel like if I were to go back to work, that would be me. Like, honestly, right now, I only mm. get up because my husband gets up <laughs> and he has like early morning conference calls and I'm like oh mm. shit you gotta be I gotta be quiet I gotta mm. get out of the bedroom because this is the workspace and that's but- another thing too like you have to be quiet around your house that's a weird yeah that's a weird interaction yeah. to have and like what Jamar said too like I don't even have the option to go out anymore mm-hmm. you know so that all fucks fucks you up but I'd be setting like lunch breaks and shit like when I have a full day at home you are a to, like, very responsible adult. Jamar, who are we talking to. to? I try to because if I don't, I will be my t- if I could turn my camera around, it's like my sectional couch and my TV is like right next to me. And I'll be playing like PS5 if I don't set these hours and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really good. I'm yeah. proud of you. <laughs> very great role model. Don't know what you drink today, but that'd be like coffee. you and I grow up. Always coffee. <laughs> um so i know we keep talking about role uh not role model (laughs) (laughs) so i know we keep talking about hustler and entrepreneur you both are very familiar with the word hustler and entrepreneur do you even like to consider yourself that and if you don't what would you be preferred to be called as I would be preferred to be called if I had to pick between the two an entrepreneur, but mm-hmm. outside of that, uh, you can call me an artist. <laughs> That's the same exact answer I would give an artist. I like artists. You're a really? videographer or mm-hmm. photographer. I do both. So you, mm-hmm. that's really good that you're good at setting your schedule. Like, yeah, time. because like, it was like, it took me years though. That's the thing. That's good like know. I've been I've been doing this full time for about what seven years now, but like the first like couple years, even when I had a part time job, it was it was stressful. Yeah, like it it I only started making good money off of it like three four years ago. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like time before, management is yeah, hard. Definitely, I still be like waiting to the last minute to finish projects and everything. But do, but do like, you feel like I see this is where I fuck up because I feel like I, I do my best work like at the last <laughs> same here Dude, same pressure. here it's no the doubt. pressure pressure I, I don't know I'm the same I thing work too. really well under pressure mm-hmm. yeah it's a trip. yeah a procrastinator but really work well under pressure for some mm-hmm. odd reason yeah. yeah yeah I'm gonna out myself right now if clients see this but like I'd be saying like give me like two to three weeks on stuff like to get them get the final stuff back to them yeah i'd be working on that shit like three days <laughs> like <laughs> the last three days but you you were thinking about it right at least yeah like, i, I mean i try to make myself look I mean, good right here i'd be thinking you have about some it stuff in between yeah I add little little big two seconds on, like, <laughs> yeah. i'm really big on note taking like if i think about something i maybe i won't do it right then and there mm-hmm. but i have to write it down because otherwise i'm gonna forget that shit like mm-hmm. the yeah. next when i actually do start working on it So I have like little post-its and lists everywhere. (laughs) I think that's the one thing about working from home is that it really challenges your time management. That's a skill that's that you can pick up. Well, not pick Mm -hmm. up that you can work on. Right. Yeah. Not that you need to improve upon. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, not, no lie, I started trying to do my own lunch hours. How's that That's going? Good. You know, you anytime- snacking while working, huh? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you were snacking. <laughs> um, so it is getting kind of late, if you all can tell. I had the- No, it no, turned nice It's looking like Blair Witch over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, had the, I had the, you know, the window and it's nighttime already. So uh-huh. um, I look like I'm ready early. to tell a scary story. five. I know, isn't it so weird? Yeah. Um, before we move on to the lightning round and get to ask you these oh, great. fun questions. <laughs> any, <laughs> any last thing that you want to add before we do that? Um, thank you for bringing up the, the virtual workshops. That's something that I really do want to um, go hard on is mm-hmm. you know teaching more of my workshops that's one of my favorite things that I do actually it's the most fulfilling especially with kids they're so like it's so fun teaching kids and mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm a kid at heart so it's just easier but <laughs> um adults too I teach lettering um a lot of people don't know the difference between lettering and calligraphy um I'm gonna oh. go into my whole spiel lettering is yeah lettering is the yeah, art can you of- explain it yeah. <laughs> I'm and, over I mean, here like do, me. <laughs> they do go hand in I mean, you know, relative, but mm-hmm. lettering is the art of drawing letters. So you're building your letters, you're building your skeleton of your letters, while calligraphy is the art of writing. So mm-hmm. depending upon the tool that you're using, calligraphy will make your writing look a certain way. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Okay, that's that true. makes sense. It. How I see calligraphy mm-hmm. and okay. lettering are different. Yeah, oh, but wow. lettering artists do some lettering artists do calligraphy as well. I do both. Mm. Yeah, but um, I want to. Yeah, I really want to teach more workshops. I gotta uh, post more listings and more dates. Jmar, for that. What's up? We're gonna be an educational podcast. We're learning new things. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I listened to that episode. You're like, this is now an educational podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, okay, so ready for the lightning round. I got four questions for you, and they're really good. Wait, let me take a, another sip. Is that I wine? Will... Oh, I thought it said wine on there. It's hard kombucha. Mm. So almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. Full transparency. I I hopped on pretty buzzed. I was <laughs> like, this will get me talkative. <laughs> She goes, oh, wow, you're drinking coffee. Oh, <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> um, okay, so it's four questions. Kind of makes you think a little bit. Oh, cool. So <laughs> let us know what is the first okay. thing that pops into your head. Okay, uh, Okay. word. Let's do this. Should I close my eyes? <laughs> yeah, close your eyes. One, one, I'm just going to say when I was going over this with Jamar, he was answering it and he was like, yeah. Okay. If you could have someone play you in a movie, who would it be? Oh, fuck. Shay Mitchell. What? Oh, that was quick. I know. She's fucking hot. And I, I wish I could be. <laughs> I had like the same similar answer to yours. I said Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm still trying to represent for the Filipino. Like part Filipino. He said. <laughs> I have the same answer, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> no, because she said she said she's hot. And I said, like, oh man, yeah. this is just going a little off. It's okay. <laughs> Next. Next oh, question. Oh, <laughs> he is the sexiest man of the year, though. There you go. You know? Mm-hmm. Wait, who would you pick, Chrissy? Man, shoot. 
The only man, I don't really have a good one. Fuck, this is so hard. Um, I don't know. I really don't know because there's not a lot of Filipino actors and actresses. I said yeah. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> That's I mean, far the, from Filipino. For some, for some reason, I'm thinking of Anne Hathaway, but she's maybe because I was stalking her Instagram last night. Girl, that's mm. who you would choose to represent you, brown ass Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know if you know, but she's white. <laughs> she's white. She white. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why I'd be asking you these questions. And... <laughs> I don't okay, even know if I can answer question. to mine. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm have to revisit that. Um, <laughs> if you had to play one album forever, which one would it be? Oh, fuck. I'm so bad at listening to albums. Um, forever? Forever, ever. I gotta go with my girl, El Boogie. I know she got some hate because she's pretty like extreme on her views, but Lauren Hill will and always will be my girl. <laughs> the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Even though she didn't really fully produced that album mm-hmm. and she took all the credit <laughs> i didn't even know that I didn't yeah know that's that why either. she got so much hate for it because she mm. um she took all the credit for everything and didn't like really credit the people that helped her out on it oh, wasn't wow. that like the best rap album too yeah she got yeah. a lot of accolades off of it and that's why people were hating so hard uh... she blamed it on being with um because of the group that she when she was with the Fugees before mm-hmm. like I guess she didn't get that much credit and she let a lot of men you know pretty much steer her career mm-hmm. so she was adamant about like nah I ain't letting anybody you know walk all over me next time mm-hmm. but she fucking took it to the extreme and didn't thank anybody <laughs> <laughs> what would the title of your autobiography be Ooh, Jamar had one for you Already. I don't even remember what I said. It was I, I feel stupid. like mine is kind of like it's polarizing. Like people don't like it, but it would be Mrs. Always Right, but W R I T. Oh, see, that one's a lot better than what I said. Yeah, what you said, Jamar said something along the lines of right of like always writing or something like that. I don't remember. And I, don't I said something right. like let her in. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, oh, <laughs> it definitely oh, wasn't. Shit, I don't even think about that. Oh, let her in. That's the tip, though. Oh this god. is this is the episode I get canceled. Okay. So, what clothing item would make you walk out on a date if someone wore it? Oh, this is a good one. Fuck! I never really <laughs> thought about this. Um. Damn, this is a good question. I think with Jamar, he said it was sneaker heels. Yeah, I don't fuck with sneaker <laughs> heels, though. Mine for sure is chanclas. Like, I don't know, you come into our date with chanclas on, it's just like, well, brother. I can't say that because I'm in San Diego. Everyone wears like <laughs> over here. Something about toes. I don't want to stare at your toes. Yeah, in a date, yeah I don't man. like toes neither. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> this is so fucked up transitional lenses the the glasses oh. that turn if, mm-hmm. if your glasses are still like transitioning from sunglasses <laughs> to regular glasses and i'm sitting there waiting for them to transition it's over man Why? i ain't even gonna sit there because she had has a pair oh you do Chrissy, we no i don't. don't i don't, I don't. oh no wait it's that it's that tiffany blue wood no that, one that turns the blue no it's 
that one is a really weird one that one bro it's it, first it's not it's a I'm blue not, one <laughs> blue, i'm not talking about the blue light lens. it just i'm well, not why though? sit there because i think they're dorky as it? <laughs> <laughs> i just think it's like choose one you want sunglasses I'm glassy. <laughs> See you afraid of commitment. Couldn't buy two games. <laughs> this is not two-in-one conditioner. Oh man. oh, man. I actually just just came up with the person who I'd want to play me. <laughs> oh, late. Who is it? Who is it? Zendaya. Like, oh, why didn't I think of her? Why and she's a I... good actor. Actor. Zendaya. Actress. Actor. It's too. confusing. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say sorry, Anne Hathaway. You're too white for me. Um, Zendaya is going to be playing my role if we ever had a <laughs> good choice. Good choice. <laughs> I was I literally approve. stalking her Instagram last night. I was like, I'm only thinking of Anne Hathaway. It's a lot of pressure. I think I, I had looking... more pressure than you did. I think I that's why I chose Hathaway. Shane Mitchell. I was, I was stalking her. I was curious about Princess Diaries at one o'clock in the morning last night. <laughs> and I was so wondering how old. she was doing. <laughs> Lonnie, it was so great having you on our podcast. Hey, this is so much fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you think Thank it you. is. I love we love talking shit. We love talking shit with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I love like the natural flow. I was telling you, um, the natural flow of your conversations. It feels like, yeah, like you're just talking on the phone or just hanging out, shooting a Chilling. shit. Yeah. We should probably be mm-hmm. on your level and start drinking. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thank you to our special guests. It was a great pleasure talking with you. Thank you. And yeah, catch us next week. And <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> I can't even... Bye. we out. <laughs> <laughs>